Hello and welcome to 20 Cent Retail's podcast. I'm Vincent Panels. You probably all have heard about the Silicon Valley, but have you ever heard of a retail valley? Well, actually, if one place can claim this title, it should be the region of Lille in France. Strategically, the city is very well located and the region has a rich history of economic development. To explain more about the region and why it is the one and only retail valley, I invited Louisa Delattre, business manager at Hello Lille. So in today's episode, Louisa and I discuss a bit about the history and why so many companies and startups choose Lille as their location. Here's my chat with Louisa. Well, hello, Louisa. Thank you for being here today. Hello, Vincent. How are you today? I'm fine and I'm quite happy because we're going to discuss about uh, Lille and the retail valley. Uh, something which is quite a bit unknown uh, to many of the audience, uh, but actually there's a retail valley somewhere in Europe and it's in Lille. Uh, maybe you can explain in, in a few facts why is Lille actually often referred to as the retail valley? Well, um, the story started long, long time ago uh, in the 15th century when the textile factory ruled the French economy. Okay. Many uh, international players came uh, used to come to Lille on daily basics and more specifically in Roubaix to estimate the wool rates and, and transform wool into threads. So lots of manufacture uh, get built and got easily industrialized, as uh, maybe you know uh, that in the north of France there was a lot of there were a lot of coal mines. That means that you can put the coal and, and industrialize uh, the factories uh, quickly and, and, and it's cheap as well. And then these manufacturers turn into wholesalers and in early 19th century, uh, the filature La Redoute that you may have heard of uh, started uh, to sell its first wool bobbin through the local newspapers. And that's how started the distance selling uh, activities. Okay. Yeah, and 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 then um, the industry evolved, and and the ecosystem became more and more dense, uh, with uh, local service suppliers as printers for catalogs, okay. uh, trucks for logistics, uh, and operators for mail order receptions and and customer care services, photograph models. So, yeah, so in the middle of the last century, there were many French brands um, that based in the Hauts de France, uh, as Kiabi, Camailleux, Kawe, Damar, or even Fildar, they have that production, uh, they have that production based in, in Lille. So lots of factories. Um, but uh, as, as, as you know, and it was uh, in, in Europe, everywhere in the middle of the 1980s, uh, the globalization uh, arrived and most of the manufacturer left France, went to Asia, India and, and left, uh, left uh, the region poor. <laughs> um, but most of the, of, the, of, the, of the brand that I mentioned before, they kept their, they kept their headquarters and, and, and design offices in the Eau de France. Okay. Yeah. And, and and if you go if you go back in 1960, uh, there's one guy called Gérard Mullier. Um, he, he went, he, you know his name. Yeah, he's a very he's quite famous in in our region. Uh, so he went to he opened his first um, supermarket Auchan. Uh, 
uh, it was inspired by the US way to shop in, in giga stores and, and malls. So, and from then, so it, it, it became a multinational retailer and created tens of, of other retail. Uh, as maybe you know, some of them, uh, Le Roi Merlin, Noroto, Midas, Decathlon, Bisbee, Promod, and so on. So, uh, so the business um, grew um, and operation has been structured um, as customer care, um, customer finance, as we do have a um, few uh, big players, but the main French player as Cofidis, CTLM, Onebank, uh, have the headquarters in Lille. Um, we do have also uh, players in logistics. Uh, you might have heard of Exotech, for instance, or yes. THL. They're all based here. Customer services, product design, and more recently, IT, AI, marketplaces, and and the trends are, are keep on going. All right, so so you do have a, a, quite a large history in Lille, for sure, uh, birthplace of, of many ideas, but but today still it's still very vibrant for a lot of startup companies and and some new retail companies actually still emerge as well in Lille, and I was wondering how come that Lille attracts so many startups and retail still today, uh, because yeah you have the history obviously, but it's still very attractive today, so there must be some reasons. Yeah, a few reasons. Uh, but um, but the local authorities uh, are, are conscious that the weight of the distribution of um, in, in our economy. So they decided to structure the industry by creating hubs uh, for retail tech, such as Eura Technologies uh, for business program. And there's also a cluster called PICOM, by Cap Digital, who bring together startups, large groups, researchers, and, and, and define the retail trends. Um, the ecosystem is made to be accessible by every companies and give them opportunity to innovate and collaborate between multiple organizations. And so we had few, few, few local success, uh, for instance, INEAT, uh, Kineosoft, uh, but if, 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 if you want some figures, um, there's uh, 74,000 employees uh, locally that works for the retail industry. And that means 500,000 internationally. Okay. So it's quite impressive numbers uh, for, for uh, the, the, the little gem of the North, I would say. Um, and, and when you mention all those numbers and all those different hubs, um, is it then attractive mainly for French companies and French startups, or do you also have international players who are thinking, you know what, I don't have any activity in Europe yet. If there's a place to be, it's going to be Lille. Do you also have that? Yes, uh, yes, because um, yes, Lille has a fantastic location. Uh, so we just above Paris, so it's very accessible uh, geographically. Uh, you can take the train, and you've got 80 minutes to get to St. Pancras in London, and half an hour to get to Brussels, an hour to get to Paris. So it's very, very accessible geographically. And it's a cross-border city, so we do have a lot of Belgium influences as well. Um, um, 
I, I'd like to say that Lille is, is, is an international city, a small city compared to Paris and Brussels, it's for sure, but, but it does attract lots of international students. It's, um, this year there's 12,000 interna international students that choose Lille to study, meaning that people speak English quite well in, in Lille. Uh, more than in other cities in the south of France. But but to get back to your question, yes, uh, we do attract um, international players. Um, the last one I worked with are uh, uh, GD Sports, um, a UK retailer, Kingfishers. Uh, it's Castorama, but all, it belongs to the Kingfisher group uh, based uh, in Lille as well. Flying Tiger. The, the yeah. Denmark company that you may that you might know have their headquarter based in Lille as well, and some other companies they choose Lille for the for the R and D, the research and development operations. I uh, mean, could be like McCain, um, Worldline. Um, we have also um, North, Northern European company as um, Booking.com that use Lille for their international customer care services. All right. Uh, Airbnb as well. So yeah, lots of international company. And, and the last player to, to arrive is uh, it's, uh, Bronquad, a Russian uh, company uh, that work for brands. Okay. Yeah. So... And, Quite, quite, quite an international uh, ecosystem as well. Then, in in that in that uh, regard, and yeah. and then yes, sorry, go uh, ahead. Yeah, yeah uh, just just to complete, but because we talked about international company, but there's also the French Parisian company uh, as um, as a cost in Paris. Uh, the wages, the premises are getting so so expensive that lots of e-commerce player are leaving Paris for Lille. And we saw that with a famous e-commerce company like Showroom Privé. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they, they do have a production site in Roubaix. They do some photo shooting, modeling, and they shoot the picture to put them online uh, because they needed some high selling spaces yeah. and open, open places to, to shoot the model. And um, they also open a school for developer and, and coding activities. And um, the second one uh, is Vestiaire Collective that you might know as well. And they choose uh, Tourcoing uh, in the Lille Metropole for their logistics and item controls. So, so yeah, lots of Parisian, lots of international companies, small and small and big. And we had um, a label called the French Tech Label. I don't know if you heard about the French Tech Label. I heard about the label, yeah, but maybe for the audience, explain it a bit more. Yeah, the label, uh, it means that our ecosystem has been recognized as one of the most business friendly in France. So, okay. so there's a place for everyone uh, locally. But, but the idea is that if, if you're a small startup and you have um, a tech uh, in an innovation that you want to, to put in the market, you have to be ready to, if you do, for, for instance, a, a proof of concept with a company as Laura Merlin or Decathlon, you have to be ready to go international very quickly if it's validated. That, that's the main thing. So you can grow very, very quickly. Uh, 
because the ecosystem is there to help you to 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 develop your 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 technologies but things can go very very quickly and internationally so that, that's the point yeah, that's actually a, a very good uh, addition and a good point because i was wondering how do you indeed nurture the ecosystem and and do you do like specific networking events perhaps or, or extra activities for those uh, different hubs and, and companies which are present? Yeah, well, the become uh, the cluster does a lot of, of, of work. Um, they do have meetings and 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 um, and events. And but a few days ago, early October, there were the Fashion Green Days. Um, in Roubaix, it's an annual event. Uh, it's about circular economy uh, within the fashion industries. Uh, so most of the players that we, we spoke about before in the interview uh, participated in this forum and talk about the circular economy. But the main event uh, is going to take place uh, in November the 23rd, and it's called Connect Lille. It's okay. a C-level conference with about 500 person. Uh, it's made for retailer and retail tech. And most of the retail local player will be there and open to discover new technology. So you, you get to come and see Vincent. Okay, perhaps I will put it on my agenda. Uh, um, and, and to continue on the, the nurturing, do you have uh, special subsidies, perhaps from the government or the region or other facilities for those uh, startup companies and the new, uh, the new players who want to install themselves in Lille? Yeah, we're very keen on having new players. Um, so it can take different forms. Uh, for instance, for a startup who join Eura Technologies, Accelerator or Scale or Incubator program, they can have free offices uh, for a while, and then they could also have the, the help of consultant um, for free. There's also grants allocated to companies that recruit students or young graduates freshly arrived in the market. Um, so different kind of, 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 of subsidies could be, could be allowed. It, it really depends on the project, if there's some research and development uh, or not, um, if you want to employ people or many people, depend. It, it really depends on the operations that you want to set up. Obviously, yeah. All right, and um, maybe to, to, to kind of close with uh, this, this kind of final question is, how, how is the future for the, the Lille Metropole and the regions in terms of, of retail developments? And, and what are the plans in the near future for the, for the Valley? Uh, well, lots of things are changing uh, locally. Um, I, I saw that the, the way to shop has evolved so much uh, this last year post-COVID. And I've been working closely with uh, online supermarkets recently. Uh, the, the market is booming in France uh, for them. Um, I work closely with Picnic uh, from Netherlands or Gorillas from Germany, and, and they share real ethic values uh, by employing the riders or delivery employee in long-term work contracts, offering them social securities and healthcare um, benefits and and they're very concerned about working with different kind of person with different background and 
isolated from the professional market. So yes, uh, yes, I can see that the the value uh, are, are are changing definitely. Also regarding the carbon footprint, um, uh, I think that um, more and more companies are. Um, are conscious that the second market uh, uh, is important. Mm -hmm. Let, let's talk about Vestiaire Collective uh, or Patatam, a French company, or even IDKit. They, they, they have proven that there are ways to do great business in recycling items, and the second hand industry will take on 20% growth the next five years. So, yeah, things are, are changing. So, it's a 50 50 commitment. Consumer and retailer are moving forward, and 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 I, so I can see things changing. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be the spectator uh, of 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 that of that evolution, and glad to see that traditional retailer are changing their way to sell products or service and include more and more the user experience. Uh, I think it's very important to 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 consider. The, the the user um, the user experience uh, for instance uh, Decathlon I don't know if if you if you if you heard that Vincent but now they they do have they do sell their running shoes uh, during training sessions uh, so you don't have to go to the shop you just have to go to the park do a station with Decathlon and then buy your shoes uh, or you can even um, buy some 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 stuff on the on a gas station uh, on the way to your holidays if you miss a swimming suit or so you so meaning that you just buy things where you need things and change um, change uh, I've read on a, on a, on an article yesterday that like eighty four percent of the French customer would drop a retail if it's not rep responsible so. All right. So yeah. So yeah, more responsibility, more conscious retailers, uh, and 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 still a vibrant uh, uh, retail valley, I would say. Um, we we could talk about for hours again about retail and about uh, the the uh, actions and and all the activities that are in uh, happening in Lille. Uh, sadly, uh, we are limited in time, so I'm going to have to end this talk here. Uh, Louisa, again, thank you for being here, and I'm really looking forward to perhaps chat again uh, and visit Lille quite soon. Oh yes, you're welcome, Vincent. Well, that's all for today, and I hope that you guys enjoyed it and that you've learned where the Retail Valley is located. As usual, do not hesitate to contact me via the different channels or simply write me an email. Uh, I also invite you to check out the website 20centretail.com for more retail stories and join me next week for a new episode. In the meantime, thank you for listening.